Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Talent Talks. I'm Rob Adams. Today we're excited to be joined by Mark Madden, Executive Vice President of Search. Today, Mark will share his thoughts on the recent rise in the need for telehealth as well as its impact on the future of executive recruiting. Mark, welcome. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Thanks, Rob. I'm doing well. Nice to uh, be connected. Yes, same here. It, it's an it's an extremely interesting topic, so uh, let's dive right into things. Mark, how has the recent rise in the need for telehealth impacted the future for recruiting and the executive search industry? Well, from here's what I've seen, and I'm looking at it from a couple of different perspectives, Rob. Um, one is, as you look at leaders that... Um, um, are going to be stepping into roles that can be influential in organizations going down this road. I mean, we've kind of accelerated it. I mean, it's always been a topic of conversation with, with leaders and even with um, board members. Um, what is telehealth? How can we use it? And I think as sometimes we see in healthcare, there's a hesitancy about being on the front edge of that. We have a tendency that people hang back and see how it works. But the, our experience with COVID has really pushed it. We had to be able to provide access to patients and without um, having them obviously come in closed uh, quarters. So it has really forced the discussion at the high levels in organizations of not only what we do, but how do we do it. And so from our standpoint, as we look at recruiting leaders that are going to be able to advance an organization. They have to understand what telehealth is, the importance of it, how it works. They don't have to be the technology experts, but they have to understand how it works and to recognize how do we go about doing this in a way that's going to be acceptable, not only to our patients, but also to our providers. Uh, they both have to be comfortable with this. And in some cases, that's a challenge. Absolutely. It's it's such unique times. Mark, with the, with the rise of telehealth, what skills and competencies should healthcare organizations prioritize in healthcare executives? Well, I think that one of the competencies that has always been important in executive leadership, I think in this area, it's going to be even more accentuated as we look at candidates, and that's the ability to create a plan, communicate that plan effectively, but also influence and educate. And what I mean by that is that the influence part of it goes back to what I just mentioned earlier. We have providers, especially, and patients that um, are a big portion of the baby boomers as we see them becoming the, the biggest part of of our um, uh, patient care group, they're not always the most technologically advanced um, in using it. Um, there can be some fear there. And so how do you take that to the providers and explain to them that this is a necessity to improve access and to help those patients? And then from a patient standpoint, how do you educate them to ensure that they can use the technology, whether it's on, um, whether it's on a phone, whether it's on some other device that will make them comfortable in not only connecting, but communicating and feeling good about the experience? 
Yeah, that comfort's got to be so important. It is. I think we have a tendency in our society that, um, and especially um, those other than the millennials who are comfortable communicating and connecting um, with their community um, in, in a way that the, uh, the older generations um, have not. So it's that comfort level, but also understanding that you can get the same quality visit, quality outcome by using technology as you can, can in, in person. Um, I, I'll give you a quick example. I was, I was talking to a, a CEO on a board, um, um, and this uh, happens to be in the Northwest part of the United States. And I was asking them about their clinic visits and how they saw the shift and they saw it huge. I mean, we've been hearing that telehealth visits increased anywhere from 150 to four or 500% during that period of time early, probably going back 60 to 90 days. He said to me, in some cases, we had patients that couldn't wait to come back and be in person with their providers. But he said the interesting part of it was that we had a lot of our older patients that had become more comfortable and because of the fear of being in closed spaces with other people and maybe not being able to social distance. He said, those are the ones that have consistently stayed with, no, I want to do another telehealth visit and I want to do it this way. So that was a surprise to me. And he said it was kind of a surprise to them too, as they've seen that shift in a group of uh, patient demographics that they thought would be the most challenging to make it a consistent way to give them access. Wow. Fascinating. You know, what are the most common considerations for healthcare leaders evaluating the potential investment in telehealth for their organizations? Um, yeah, that's a really good question, Rob, because right now, I think any leader that has not had this in their top three to five strategies for an organization, they have to. And they have to be looking at this to understand how do we invest? So we look at a return on investment and where are we with our technology now? Do we have a platform that can handle this? Do we have to advance the platform in order to be able to support this? Um, so you have to be able to look at the return on investment. So that's the financial side of it. But I think the other piece of this that sometimes we don't do as well in, in healthcare is really focusing on the education part of it. Um, so we have to have leaders that recognize the importance of education and we have to do it internally as well as externally. Um, we hear the words a lot now based on, on an organization's performance around patient experience. And that patient experience is, has got to be recognized of how we handle that. So in essence, how does a provider now um, use their, um, what we would call, bedside manner, but do it through technology in a way that the patients feel I have a good experience and I'm getting the information that I need. Yeah. So that education has to be there, but also the education continuing out in the community and outline that um, how do we help them understand how to use it. And more importantly, I think, especially as you look at rural areas across this country where we are always concerned about access it really provides a wonderful platform 
for you to provide that access to patients that may be 100, 200, 300 miles away in some of the remote areas of the country to now have access to high quality care. And I don't have to drive that far. Yeah. Wow. We're talking with Mark Madden of Check a Search. I'm Rob Adams. This is Talent Talks. What part does the patient experience play in the considerations of these organizations as they evaluate options, Mark? I think that has to be right up there with the priority of the investment in the technology that can give both sides a good experience. Um, All of us have been in the situations, whether we're on a phone and we don't have good reception and, and it's frustrating not to be able to hear all the conversation. We've seen it on video now when the video doesn't work or we're not getting a good connection. That has to be an understanding of this too, to make it a good experience so it's simple, user-friendly, easily accessible, and then also creating that understanding of how am I coming across on the video? Um, uh, I think all of us have, have experienced when we've, I, I can uh, give a firsthand experience when I've done um, group committee um, interviews and some people that, you know, you've had 10 or 15 um, faces up on, on your screen and someone after asking questions will forget that they're still on video. They get up and walk around, they're grabbing food. And <laughs> so, so we have to recognize that this is a different way to approach that relationship and express it through the video and be comfortable with it and do it in the right way. It's so true. When you think about all these Zoom calls and things like that, as a radio broadcaster, I've been doing some Zoom calls for radio shows, and you're, th- you're thinking about all that. Do I get up and walk away and things like that? So you're right. <laughs> you hit on a very important point there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so, so the patient experience, Rob, yeah. we, can't, we can't forget that. It has to be an extension of the commitment to the patient experience that you're having in person, you're just doing it now using technology, but it still has to be a high priority. Absolutely. Mark, as as we get ready to wrap things up, anything you want to add as we're moving along here? Yeah. One of the things that I think um, is important, and I was glad to see this last week, to really push telehealth one of the things that has pushed this, not only it, it was a need because patients really were recommended not coming in and interacting with other folks, but there had to be a reason to financially, as we always are financially driven, to push telehealth. And I think what, what CMS has done in advancing um, payment of those visits so that clinics aren't losing revenue um, I, now that that uh, um, physicians can also see patients from across state lines and do that via um, uh, telehealth, I think is important. And with um, the most recent executive order uh, that was signed, advancing this and keeping the reimbursement there for telehealth and providing that opportunity, I think has been the foundation that this will even launch it at a faster pace than what we had anticipated even as this first started. This is all just so important, Mark, and I'm, I'm grateful for your time and uh, really fascinating information you've brought to us today. Well, thank you, Rob. I, uh, I think our, our industry is a wonderful thing, and I'm glad to see that we are um, in a position where we are taking a difficult situation, finding the silver lining, and using it, hopefully, for the future to advance 
the best possible care and the best access. No, we need more of those silver linings, and you're you're a good person to help us uh, do some of that. Healthcare leaders and executive recruiters nationwide need to be considerate of the recent need for telehealth, and certainly need to evaluate how this will impact their businesses going forward. This will seemingly impact the industry for an extended period of time. That's all the time we have here today. I'm your host, Rob Adams, alongside Mark Madden of Check a Search, and this is Talent Talks. <laughs>